0: Back everybody, this is the Resistance Broadcast. My name is John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, sometimes on this podcast and on our Patreon page we like to debunk rumors, but then sometimes we let the Star Wars actors themselves do it. And that's exactly <laughs> what Daisy Ridley did. <laughs> recently she really is the hero but again welcome back everybody we have a lot to talk about today including Daisy Ridley finally coming out of the woodwork and speaking once again about stuff while promoting some other movie that nobody cares about but joining me today as always <laughs> oh on the resistance God. broadcast are my buddies James Baney and Lacey Gilleran guys I had some technical difficulties before but I'm glad to be alive and well with you guys right now uh what's going on how you guys doing
1: I am not having the technical difficulties. I right now am rocking that iOS 13 beta, and it is so good. That dark mode, it's the super saiyan of, I don't know, (laughs) software.
0: I love it. Okay. I'm so excited. Great. Great.
2: Apple products. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. So, Lacey, that's your that's your hello to everybody. <laughs> she said Apple products, yeah. I guess. Apple Hi. products.
2: I love Daisy Ridley, and I'm excited <laughs> we're talking about her, and I'm excited yes. someone let her out of the basement she's been hiding in. They let her out yes. like four times a year.
0: Right. Yes. Yes, indeed. And she um, always looks
2: fabulous. I love her new hair.
0: Yeah. Great hair. Excellent hair. Um, so... Now that we have that out of the way, guys. um, (laughs) We
2: went from iPhone to Daisy Ridley's hair.
0: How about someone whose hair no one really cares about because he's always wearing a mask? Let's talk a little bit about Boba Fett. So let's get into the poll results right now. And we asked everyone out there. Where would you prefer to see Boba Fett make his return to Star Wars? So we gave you a few options, of course. Uh, is it going to be in The Mandalorian? Is it going to be in Solo 2? Hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Is it going to be his own project? Or he's not going to return because he's dead. <laughs> so the, the, the votes are in. And we'll start at the bottom, work away to the top. 10% said his own project. They still think that Boba Fett project is still going to happen at some point. We know (laughs) it was in the works at one point, and then it kind of got squashed. Uh, 20% said no return. He's dead. Despite whatever George Lucas said, he did not crawl out of that Sarlacc pit. He's dead. Boba's dead. 23% said The Mandalorian, which I think would be kind of interesting if they end season one with a little cameo, maybe. And the winning vote... I got to say, I'm happy about this solo two movie or series. Young Han Solo, Alden Ehrenreich encountering a Boba Fett working for the Hutts. That made sense to me. That was my pick Uh, again, just because it makes sense. Uh, Lacey James, uh, what'd you vote for? And what'd you think of the results this week?
2: First of all, I want to know how many accounts Todd DeGrossier made to uh, vote in this poll (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: because
2: I'm pretty sure he's the 10% of gets his own show. (laughs) Um, It's all Todd. Uh, What's up, Todd? I said, you know, you would think I would say dead because it's a Boba Fett. And I've openly said that, like, come on, guys, (laughs) he's a secondary character. Mm. Um, But I believe that he's going to come back in Solo 2. Mm. Because Solo 2 is going to happen.
0: Now, were you surprised about the results there?
2: No, because people want to see another Solo, as we've learned. Hashtag right. make Solo Two happen, and I think that's the most logical way to bring him in because they're adversaries.
0: You know, I I was surprised that only ten percent said his own project, but James, what's your take on this whole situation?
1: I I'm definitely I'm not surprised forty seven percent Solo Two because I think that is the best bet that that's my vote. Um, the only surprise in this is the twenty percent no return. He's dead, considering. If you look at the three other options, only the Mandalorian would be, well, he's not going to show up in that because he's dead, yeah. but Solo 2 and his own project could very easily be before he died.
0: Yes. Right. So
1: those, so it doesn't really matter if he died. If he dies you and you want him to be dead, that's fine. He can die in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But you could still have him come back in Solo 2 or his own project, and that's likely what they would probably do with a very popular character, right. in my opinion. That's a good point. Um,
2: People but people I think Solo 2 so is the best like, option.
1: Dead. Dead. Yeah, dead, I know. That, dead, that was dead. the thing. Is I, yeah. I think
0: that's almost <laughs> the
1: fun answer.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we have a best comment, and um, his name is Jordan, and he can be found at Delgadillo Art on Twitter, and he said, I don't care how they do it. I just want to see Tamira Morrison back on screen playing an older boba. Um, so... I agree with that because if you're bringing Boba Fett back and it's an adult Boba, it has to be this guy, whether yeah. it's even even in the era of the Galactic Civil War, you'd have to maybe de-age him a little bit, but it's a clone. It has to be this guy. And right. if he's in the mask, it has to be his voice. So that just makes a lot of sense. And and it makes sense that Jordan got the best comment because that's a logical statement there. But uh, we also pitched this to our uh, patrons and they too said a solo sequel, but mm-hmm. uh, Boba being dead finished second in our patron poll, James. So <laughs>
2: I think they're just spiting Todd. Our, yeah. Our, so, Todd,
0: you guys are hearing us talk about this Todd fellow. He's one of our patrons and he loves Boba Fett. So, uh, Todd, you're going to be happy on Thursday. A little teaser here. We're going to be talking all about this on our discussion on Thursday about what the deal is with Boba Fett and our take on that. So, but so it's literally
2: not, like if the poll was like, will Kylo be dead and everybody voted for it? Like, Todd is me, where I'd be like, yes, no. Right.
0: I right. want him to be dead. Yes, uh, but for now we're putting the helmet back on Boba and putting him away until Thursday because we're moving on to <laughs> the Resistance report. So I'm going to send it over to James Bainey right now, who's going to be introed in by Harrison Ford right now to get into this week's <laughs> news stories. Uh, James, what's going on, dude?
1: It's the Resistance. So, news is kind of light, a little bit light, but (laughs) we have a really cool, interesting story because it's one of the first times uh, in a while that we've seen a person actually talking about the Rise of Skywalker, who is in fact directly related to the Rise of Skywalker. Um, This week, Daisy Ridley started doing a little bit of rounds for not Star Wars, her other movie uh that's coming out Ophelia right is the name of the movie yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. and in the process there's no way you can't have this person on the show and not some way slip in give us a little bit of that Star Wars information we need those clicks baby And uh, Good Morning America asked her about Star Wars as well as BuzzFeed. And in two separate articles, she said a couple different things that were a little bit revealing. Um, Number one of which is uh, on Good Morning America, she talked a lot about her emotions and, you know, has she seen much of the film? She talked a little bit about that. And the other thing was that she clarified through the BuzzFeed article that uh, she was asked about being in other projects in the future ryan johnson trilogy or benny and wise and she was like no i don't have anything to do with that so um so that's kind of squashing some rumors as john was alluding to before Lacey, i'm gonna start with you on this one did you did you take anything away is this a is this a did she say anything important in these interviews that you feel like kind of actually gives us some real information
2: i don't know if important is the right word only because it makes me feel bad that what she's saying is not important but I would say that it's the typical press interviews where she's like given key words that she can say, like, I'm feeling this, which is funny because last week we talked about this, about answering these interviews, like, what are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about this? When I was talking about mm-hmm. how Ash usually asks really good questions. Um, well, Good Morning America did the same thing. They were like, how do you feel that it's going to be ending? And she's like, I'm sad. I'm sad that I no longer have a paycheck Mm -hmm. from Star Wars. Like, I am very (laughs) sad. Um, What stuck out to me from Good Morning America wasn't that she was sad and crying, because she always says she's crying, because we talked about this, Last Jedi, she spent the majority of the movie crying. Um, It's that she said she saw bits outside of the trailer. So she saw the trailer at Celebration, or prior to Celebration, um, when they were about to show everybody the trailer. Um, But she said she saw bits of the movie from J.J., which is interesting because J.J.'s very secretive. Um, Mm -hmm. But she said that she, from what she's seen, and she was very careful here. Like, she kept pausing on what she was going to say. But she said she was really excited. And for the first time, she hates watching herself, which most actors say. But she was super excited for what's to come. And she said that the script that was written by J.J. and Chris... Uh, Tario put a very satisfying end. There's that word again. Satisfying end to all Grab nine. A Snickers. Yeah, all nine movies specifically. So it was cool to hear her talk about the nine movies. She didn't just say like, "Oh, it's a great ending to the story." She said all the stories. Right. Um, so that to me stuck out. And then the fact that they handed her at BuzzFeed a picture of Adam Driver with no shirt on and then a Hamlet <laughs> head on it was really weird. <laughs> Like, I feel bad for her, because I feel like they push Adam Driver on her sometimes, and she's like, okay, we're friends, yeah. but like, this is, it's like if I sat down to an interview and like, someone handed me a, sh- a shirtless pic of one of you, like, that would be weird. I'd be like, what, what is this? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, she said really? like, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm not in the <laughs> Ryan Johnson project. And
0: yeah. they were
2: like, okay, great, great. So, Ophelia. That Aphelia, a lot. <laughs> what That's do you mean? like,
0: like, um... I think John Krasinski once talked about it. He's like, people come up to you like, I can't believe you yelled at Pam last week. And he's like, you know that's a TV show, right? It's like Brooke Shields in Friends when she thinks uh, Joey's actually Dr. Drake Ramore. Like, it's just people are... They can't yeah. separate the actor from the role sometimes. It's nuts.
2: It's kind of... So, like, I'll admit I love the BuzzFeed videos where they they read stupid tweets and stuff. But I got to say the thirst tweets is, like, super awkward. Like when they make these celebrities read these thirsty tweets about themselves, so I feel like BuzzFeed, as I an or- that word, I know, as an organization, tend to to push buttons. So they'll give her the picture with no shirt on and stuff, and mm-hmm. I just feel bad for her because it's like she's there to talk about Ophelia about this serious like Shakespearean movie she's in, where she's mm-hmm. like admitting that it's the first time she's felt like a lead in a movie because it's her movie and they're like here's a picture of Adam Driver to really downplay what you're doing here <laughs> so yeah. um, but yeah. other than that yeah no it's exciting like she said and and it can get emotional and she was crying but I mean did she ultimately give any information not really just that the movie exists
0: So, John, what's the information you think that she dropped?
2: (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, John.
0: So I think if you read between the lines a little bit, she says a couple things that may pique interest. Um, First being, um, she was asked, is this it for you in Star Wars? And she said, well, this is the last one, but we'll see. She's like, I don't know, maybe, we'll see. So she's not like saying, I'm done with Star Wars or this is it, so this is goodbye. Which she I kinda, feel like
2: that was a rumor before, right? I don't mean to cut you off, but like, wasn't it a rumor leading into Last Jedi that she was done?
0: Mm, no, she did an interview with Rolling Stone where she said, um, you know, this is going to be it for me or something like that. But then she backtracked on that. So mm. it was one yeah, of Yeah, I things.
1: think she said that she would be willing to walk away from Star Wars for a while or something. And everybody yeah. was like, what? And then she's like,
0: I mean. She kind of said like, this is it for me. Or in like yeah. a way, but, uh, and then people ran away with it. And she's like, well, I didn't say that exactly. And, blah, 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 right, so. right, right. um, but the, the most interesting part to me is her talking about that rumor. Um, because it was, you know, put out there that she is going to be, uh, in Ryan Johnson's trilogy and that she's going to be a small part in it. And I even covered this on our rumor review on our Patreon page and said that I just think this is absolutely made up and outrageous. And she comes out two days later and she's like, this is made up. <laughs> She's like, she not, And not only did she say I'm not in Ryan's trilogy, she said I'm not sure which one's next, whether it's Ryan's or the Game of Thrones guy's but those are both separate stories. I'm not involved in either of them. So she's mm-hmm. kind of just saying, like, we are here, this little family in the, under the Star Wars tree, and we're doing our thing. They're doing that thing, and Ryan's doing that thing. So she's not only saying, I'm not involved in Ryan's thing, I'm not involved in Benioff and Wise's thing. She pretty much confirmed all of that. So all that kind of speculation about, you know, what's coming up with this next trilogy, 2024, 2026, 20... 24, 20, 26, 20 or whatever the dates are, 22, 24, 26. Ray's not going to be in those movies. So if we're going to see Ray again in a Star Wars movie, we're looking at maybe 2028. 20, and um, maybe that's when they continue uh, her and, and this crew's uh, story, because I don't think they're done yet. But it's I found it interesting that she pretty much came out and said, like, no, I'm not in these stories.
2: I should clarify yeah. that I don't find it interesting that she said she was crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have uh, <laughs> yeah. been thinking about that the whole time.
2: She said that for like three paragraphs because yeah. I transcribed it and I remember being like, okay, we get it. You're crying. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. When John was saying, like, I think if you read between the lines, and I, I would say, if she read between the lines, Disney would say, no, 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 no. read exactly the lines that we gave you <laughs> yeah. because yeah. that's that is what it felt like to me. Every time she was asked a question, she was like, okay, hold on. Let me Talking, think about this for a she second. She like what, looks at her wrist. That? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. what was I this movie is so and then she like looks satisfying wonderful that <laughs> it's going to All be right. a... um Or she has an earpiece an exciting like, adventure like And she just hears
0: <laughs> uh hey Daisy uh don't say that.
1: Yeah <laughs> Um yeah I it it didn't feel there was like there was a whole lot that uh was very I don't know. I don't want to say real cause I'm sure she's answering the questions, but the, the closest we got to was when she was trying to describe her speech. But even that was like a non thing. Cause she says, I don't know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like kept reaffirming. I can't even tell you what it was. I don't remember it Yeah, here. There's no lines. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even say, I think at one point I was even talking about my cat. No, it's not <laughs> like literally it was nothing. She gave right. us nothing from that. And I yeah. was like, Oh man, there's, there's nothing to hear. Um, but the buzz, but I'm with you, John, the Buzzfeed thing is interesting, uh, but it's only interesting in the sense of like, okay, we have confirmation now that that's probably not happening, but it's also kind of like somebody going up to Adam driver and they're, you know, saying, are you going to be Boba Fett in the next movie? And he's like, No, that was a rumor. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, I, you know, maybe somebody's talking about it, but, but I, did anybody time, really think that she was going to be in the
0: Benioff and Weiss movies? Well, I think that at the same time, there's a lot of uncertainty and morbid curiosity about Ryan Johnson's movies because and they don't know what it's s- about. Yeah. There's been so much doubt about the validity of their existence. And when that site, I'm not even going to name them by name, but when they said we are hearing like my, our sources are telling us that Daisy really is going to be in Ryan Johnson's trilogy and it's going to be Ray and she's going to be a small part. Like there's, that's peppering in like specifics about this thing. So I think it was important for her to come out and say she's not involved in it. Cause a lot yeah, of people, yeah. and we we talk about this a lot on the podcast. Like we get it. We're like on point. We're like, there's no way that's true, or this is why. But when our family and casual Star Wars fans hear that, they're like, Oh, did you hear Ray's coming back in the new trilogy? And that's the guy who made The Last Jedi. And then we have to explain, nope, that's not. Bu-. So the fact that she came out from good morning America, bang, or BuzzFeed, whatever, bang, that's not true. I love that because it's not someone else debunking it. It's literally her herself debunking that rumor. And I think that stuff is important for them to do. And Ryan Johnson's probably like, thank God. I don't have to go back to Twitter and be like, hey, guys, I'm still making my trilogy. Uh, Yeah, Daisy's not in it.
2: I just I think I'm and I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here. I'm just kind of sick of people just making stuff up just for the sake of making it up. Like, what do they get out of it? Because then I have to hear about it. And it's on my timeline and like, Mm -hmm. come on guys, clean up my timeline. I don't want to see it. (laughs) It's one thing. It
1: it really is surprising though. I feel Hmm. like there is like a subculture of people where like there's, there's often times where people are like, Oh, you like star Wars? And they're like, did you hear about this? And I know immediately as soon as they say, they say certain things, I go, I know exactly who they're paying attention to. And sometimes Sometimes I think that people are like just in a different bubble. Like they trust those sources, and so then I don't know. It's like they, it's like they don't fact check them later. Like yeah. they hear right. a story and they go, "Oh, that's cool," and then when the movie comes out, they forgot that that was even a story at one point. Yes, you know it's they don't that. like go back and and check to see if that person was correct about the Last Jedi predictions right. that they gave. But they they're just they absorb the story and they think about it as a piece of entertainment like, oh, what if Anakin does come back in episode nine, you know, or something and they kind of think about it for a little while but then they forget about it and when the movie comes out they don't go, oh, that whole thing was bunk, that didn't happen.
2: I'm just getting sick of the people making stuff up though. The the people that are like, oh, I'm hearing from the set from three guys' cousin that Anakin was there and we're passing this off as fact and I feel And I get frustrated when I see bigger people with bigger followings passing this off as fact when it is not fact. And then when it comes out not to be true, they won't take that back. They won't say, Mm -hmm. no, we said this or, oh, we were wrong or, oh, they just kind of like fade into the bush like Homer Simpson. Like they just ignore the fact (laughs) that they've been spreading lies. And it's just very frustrating because I'm like, you're muddying the waters with your garbage And you're keeping stories that matter from getting the attention that they deserve.
0: Yeah, I think what's tricky about the whole thing, especially in this day and age with Star Wars reporting, like I make sure if I'm writing a news report um, on the site that I'm sticking to the facts and maybe in my conclusion, I'll say, well, I hope this, you know, comes true or whatever. Right. But there's a lot of editorializing going on in reporting and um, that plus, like, some sites saying, like, oh, we're hearing from our sources that this. Listen, I've had some reports that uh, wind up not coming to fruition. But if I report something and say, you know, I'm hearing from a source, you can know that I, the person who sent me that information, I got proof that they worked on the movie. They sent me physical evidence that they were on set or something like that. And if something doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. That's fine. A lot of this stuff, like, you're kind of right, Lacey. Like, people are literally just making things up and throwing it out there and saying like so specific like we're hearing Daisy really is in Ryan Johnson's trilogy playing a small part as Ray she's not the central focus like you are not hearing that from anybody like there's no way you're hearing that from anybody and people soak it up and they buy it up and then youtube videos are made it, from it and it just <coughs> then the rest of us have to clean it up and it's just uh, it's it's very it's very frustrating it really is
2: it really
1: is don't don't forget too like not that, not, not, okay. Like I definitely think that if, if this is happening, there's probably a pretty good chance that they're aware that they're like, well, I'm going to run it anyway. There's no proof or anything. Yeah.
2: They don't care. But yeah. Also
1: it it is possible that sometimes people just believe people better than they should. Like in the sense of like, I'm a reporter, I write for this specific website and somebody messages me anonymously and says, You know, I work on, I'm working on the set of the Cassian Andor show and this is happening. Who are you? I can't tell you, obviously. And for whatever reason, they just believe them. They don't, they don't get the proof. I'm Lord They just run with it.
2: I think it's less than that, James. I think it's people wanting clicks and wanting views and wanting retweets. So they'll say whatever they have to say to get those things. mm -hmm. And then they'll worry about whether it's true or not later. Well, that was like yeah, that I, site that I came think out. that's more with likely with the Ryan Johnson thing, where he had to respond.
0: Yeah, yeah, like they like we have an exclusive report. It's not like um, reporting a rumor here because, like, again, you know, there's been some stories where I've heard from one person, and even though they showed me their badge that they worked on a set for a Star Wars movie, I'm like, I have to report this as a rumor because it's coming from one person. I haven't got it verified for it by a second source. So you can report things as a rumor. Some of these sites say mm-hmm. exclusive. We're hearing Ryan Johnson's trilogy is canceled. And then like three hours later, he's like, it's not. And all they have to say is, oops, sorry. Sorry
2: Right. Or the sites that that write this headline and then you click into the article and there's a sentence that's like, maybe. Yeah. Film clickbait is like one of my favorite Twitter accounts, by Uh, the way. Shout out to that.
0: (laughs) It's rough out there, but I mean.
2: Good on Daisy, though, for sticking up for yourself. She's not listening. But if she was, way to go. Way to debunk
0: debunk those
1: rumors, Daisy. Just debunk them. Get them. Yeah. I think Daisy listens to the Resistance broadcast. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, you want to talk about our next story?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. So StarWars.com revealed recently a new excerpt from the upcoming novel Thrawn Treason, mm-hmm. and we all get a chance to kind of look over this, read through it. They also released uh, not only the excerpt, but the excerpt in audiobook form, so you could listen to it, get you a little tease, maybe getting into that production. Um, and I think Lacey was the only one that listened to it on the audiobook, right? So mm-hmm. you can talk a little bit about how the voices sounded and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, this it 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 seems cool to me. We get a little confrontation right here between some of the big names. You got Thrawn, you got, uh, Tarkin, you got Krennic, you got the emperor, and then you have a new character showing up, which you imagine would have to in some way or some shape and form be somewhat on the same level as these guys. So we might be getting a new, uh, big name, uh, in the empire. And, uh, yeah, John, I'm going to start with you on this. What, like, what were your thoughts on this? And I actually know one of your thoughts because we talked a little bit before this and I'm going to say I agree with you. <laughs> we and <Lysi> Lacey <laughs> talked about it while you weren't around. But yeah, what are your thoughts on this uh, excerpt? Are you excited about Thrawn Treason?
0: Um, I'm not excited about Thrawn Treason. Um, and, and, and you know, I'm just not big, a big Thrawn fan, I'll be honest. But I do like the idea of this because I like the other characters involved. I like Tarkin a lot. Um, I'm, I'm down with Krennic. You know I love Palpatine. So that entices me to get more involved here and check this out. Um, the excerpt threw me a little because some of the dialogue didn't register to me as that doesn't sound like something Palpatine would say. Like, I grew and up t- I agreed with you. Oh, okay, because because like he yeah. he his dialogue sounds like something Tarkin would say. So like, there's one line where Palpatine's like, "I tire of hearing blah blah blah," and I'm like. That's like Tarkin saying, I grow tired of this to Leia. Like something sounds off with, it sounds like the same person is playing all the characters or something like that to me. It doesn't, I didn't feel like I was hearing Palpatine. And, you know, to Lacey's point, she's like, you know, Mark Thompson crushes the, you know, Palpatine impression. Our buddy, our buddy he, Mark Thompson. He is Mark. the one person playing all the <coughs> all the characters. Right. But <coughs> d- James, don't choke on your don't aspirations sh- there, buddy. Um, I I think the thing about that is you can do the voices, but it doesn't mean that the words are true to the character. And at least maybe that's just this excerpt, but I'm not sold uh, yet. And they use the word perhaps way too much in that excerpt. I was like, perhaps you should stop using that (laughs) word. Like what? What was this? Timothy Zahn who wrote that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps Timothy should find a dictionary and look up new words. orthosaurus
2: New drinking game. Read every a Timothy time. Zahn book every time he says perhaps.
0: Yeah. Geez.
1: Where where I agreed with you, John, is there was a there was a particular line where he said he was like, "Well, Tarkin, you're the person who brought us all into this group. What are you? What's the point of this?" And I was like that sounds like he's only there as exposition. Yeah. Like he, it reminded me of the, like, what is she proposing guy? Like (laughs) you have these big names in the room, but for whatever reason, he seemed like he was only there uh, to say, Hmm, that's interesting. What does this person think? You know, he wasn't like commanding the room as he should, you have some big names in there and they didn't want to downplay any of those names but at the same time it's the freaking emperor everybody gets downplayed to that guy yeah so I agree. he should have been commanding the room Lacey uh, what are your thoughts on on the excerpt do you like what they're doing with like the, the the war and the the exchanging of funds and stuff
2: So I read along with the audiobook excerpt so I I love audiobooks and I usually read along with them. Uh, I, like, tag team it. So, <laughs> I, I do both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then I was reading it and listening to Mark Thompson, who's amazing, per huge. Uh, he did a great emperor and a great uh Living his Tarkin. best life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: great photobomb at celebration.
2: A great Tarkin. Yeah, I handed him a sticker once. What up, Mark? Uh, <laughs> so he was really good. And... The only thing that kind of threw me off was that, and I if Mark ever listens to this, tweet me and tell me if I'm wrong, but your Savit sounds like Sean Connery. Like <laughs> Indiana Jones, Sean Connery, and I know this because I just I just watched this. <laughs> so I know what it sounds like. Um other than that, you know, it it honestly felt it's not my thing. I'm not a Thrawn person. I'm not a war movie person. Which is funny. I love Star Wars, but I'm not, like, into the technical terms. And I was just having, like, flashbacks to being in corporate America of, like, a bunch of people in a room with unnecessary titles that you're not really sure who's in charge because they all have very important titles in front of titles in front of titles. And then on top of that, you're, like, reading this and you're going, okay, this could have all been put in an email. Why are we having a meeting about it?
0: Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah.
2: That's how I felt reading it. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know if they chose the right excerpt because I feel like they should have chosen something with maybe a little bit more action. But like John said, they say perhaps so many times in this because it really threw me off because as Mark is going through it, he's reading in this voice. And I hadn't heard any of the other Thrawn books, so I don't know what Thrawn sounds like. But I picked up quickly that it was Thrawn. But he kept describing how people felt, and I get where he was coming from. Yes, and but it was annoying. <laughs> like I I oh, was really? like, I get it. He mm. feels insecure and he's not confident and he doesn't know what he's doing. But like you could just tell that from the dialogue, you didn't need the italicized yeah. feelings. And that's not on the
0: voice actor. He has to read what's on. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: I only could tell how awkward it was right. due to the voice right. acting, right. not due to to Mark doing anything, Mark right. did an amazing job. Oh, Even yeah. in yeah, Sean Connery was yeah. see. Actually, I, I like Pennery.
1: that they do that in the Thrawn books. The I don't. I think like that it. it sets it apart from other books, and Is you really like, f- get into his mind. I don't. Mm, I don't.
2: Could have been I in mean, an it, email. Yeah. Could have sent <coughs> in an email. We you wouldn't what, have to have this the, meeting. Like, like <laughs> all, all that
0: aside, like I don't buy this whole thing about the Empire like pinching pennies and be like I always saw the Empire as like. They, 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 they like got their, their bills are covered. Like, like what, like Darth Vader could just show up anywhere and be like, we're taking all of your resources and we're leaving. Like, I can't imagine them being like, well, the Minox are chewing on the cables and we can't, you know, we can't build the, that just didn't, re- I don't know. That didn't make Yeah, that's the other thing.
2: It was like all about Minox. And I was like, so Thrawn is this big, powerful dude and he's just got to take care of some Minox. If I got to like- be
0: honest, it sounds like they wanted to make a trilogy out of this and they're like, um... It's let's make it a money
2: problem. So hear me out. <laughs> no, Thrawn yeah. is now an extreme couponer, and he has to take care of some minox. What's and that? Someone, what's that show? What?
0: What's that show with the couple, like, like Fixer Upper, whatever? Yes, yeah, like Joanna Gaines. Yes, yeah, Thrawn the Joanna Gaines now of the galaxy. He's like, I'll come in and fix it in a week.
2: Yes, <laughs> like, but she's more of the design type.
0: She oh. does it with style. Oh, he so chip. he's
2: more of the chip.
0: Yeah. So Thrawn is chip gains of uh the ga- the galaxy far but far. But that's
2: away. why I keep making that joke though. The whole conversation was like take care of these mynox. Oh, the Minox are pretty big. Okay, well I'll still take care of them. Okay. Did it, did they're did not did, Minox, did. they're Knox
0: like, and they're the cousins <laughs> of Minox. And it's like
2: I was like, this is silly. Yeah. Why it's is a, this excerpt? Them sitting at a I table know, talking about Minox. James,
0: I know you're a bigger fan of Thrawn and Timothy's on than we are. I don't know if you read the Legends books that are now well, you know, whatever you want to call them. They're Legends Thrawn mm-hmm. books, the Thrawn trilogy from before. But <laughs> it's to me, this registers, and maybe they picked the wrong excerpt because they wanted these characters involved for people, to entice people to buy this book, but it reads like fanfic to me. I don't know. Okay, that's not fair because talk. there
2: are some very, very good fan fiction writers. Like I, I'm not disparaging. Very, very All I'm saying well,
0: is this guy is a professional Star Wars canon writer. I'm not disparaging fanfic. I'm just saying that <laughs>
2: perhaps how it, you should give more <laughs> leverage to fan fiction. Go ahead. No,
1: no. Perhaps. I'm just no. Okay. Oh geez. So, so about the the <laughs> Empire thing. Don't forget. I've said too much. That that the Emperor is spending all the money that they're getting Mm -hmm. on the Death Star. Yep. That's what I'm saying. So when you talk about they have infinite funds, they're spending all that money on this one project. Well, two projects. So there's no no money to go around to other projects that they're working on. The second Death Star too, right? Yeah, maybe. But so that's where I understand the money thing from. As far as they should have chose a different excerpt, actually, to be honest... I feel like every expert excerpt from the Thrawn books are the books are the excerpts that make the most sense for what they're trying to lay out for the book. Whereas I feel like when they release other excerpts, I'm like, this just feels like a random page, a random out of nowhere. The one for, um, uh, What's the one that just came out with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon? Master, Master and
2: Apprentice.
1: Master and Apprentice. That one was really good too because they really set up what they were trying to do about him make, having to make this decision. So I feel like, because um, you remember, all of all of Thrawn's excerpts have been... <laughs> if you Ron say excerpt
2: one more time, I swear, James. <laughs>
1: well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, him talking to the Emperor in, a, and it's going to set up what the Emperor needs... Thrawn to do in this next story. Mm-hmm. It, all, mm. all of them have been like that. Right. Um, the only thing I'm I'm excited for the book just because I, I like the Thrawn books, but I will say the only reason that I'm kind of leaning on, on not like super pumped is because I wasn't a huge fan of Thrawn um, alliances and Double Vision. The only reason that <laughs> I I like the first one because it, it took place over a long amount of time. It was about him growing up to a certain point and then then from that point on he was in Rebels and, or, and that character arc through Rebels kind of did this. You know, it was over a, a good amount of time but Throne Alliances was like also on a Tuesday one day he did all this stuff and it has almost nothing to do with Rebels. Yeah. And it seems like this story is going to be the same thing. He's like... That's what it I mean, It takes though. place over the course of a week and it doesn't have anything to do with this other story. So it feels like they're just like, I don't know, like, what? If you're not busy, could, could I borrow you for a second? And then that's it. Like, I want a Thrawn story where it's like, he's been planning this for a long time. That's, that's why Rebels work. That's he's kind of what I said though. towards I the feel, Lothal thing.
0: I feel like they're just doing it to write another throne book. I don't know if this story is needed. I feel like they're making this story just to make a throne book.
1: No, 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 and I'm saying I hear that, but I've I like the character and I like the way that Thrawn is written. How much Thrawn Except do we need? Double Can we, vision we be honest thing. about that? It's <laughs> crazy. What?
0: How much of this guy do we need? He's in Rebels. They're giving him three books, and they're probably going to bring him back later for the Ezra thing. Like, I- I'm Thrawned out, man. Are you really? Yeah.
2: I never liked Dude, Thrawn.
0: I mean, I, think I, I I get why people like him, but like. He's, he's in a lot of content now in Canon, like, and and he's nowhere in, he's in the unknown regions during the Galactic Civil War. He's in that draft folder, like Lacey's talked about.
2: But somehow sent the meeting request for this meeting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> well, well, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know that we know he's in the unknown regions. We don't know what happened to him after this. He's with
2: the space point. whales, right?
0: The perglos. Yeah, but he could, he could come
1: back before the Galactic Civil War happens, Pierogies. but it's probably unlikely. Yeah. It's probably So a-
2: I have one quick question before we move on. Uh, or if we're not moving on, but I'm just making that call. So no, we, we, we're we, done we, with Yeah, this. we
0: can probably, I, I would say we have probably.
2: Okay, cool. So I have one quick question. So while I was reading it, um, slash listening to it, they mention a general price. Isn't hmm. that Hux's dad? No. No. Who is that? How do I have that name H- in Hux's my head? Hux's
1: dad is named General Hux. Hux.
2: <laughs> I know, but sometimes people have characters that like their dad is a different name. So for some reason, it really clicked in my head that that was the name because I think it's because um, Richard E. Grant's character is Pride and then someone was comparing it to Price. So then I was like, wait, yeah. what? And then I thought Price, I read somewhere that it was Hux's dad. So I just wanted to clear that up because in my own head, I'm confused. Price was in Rebels. Price is the That's governor of
1: Lothal, Orinda got Price. It. Yeah. She, so he's saying, he's saying, Price? I need to go back to Lothal. And they're like, Price has got that covered.
0: You have the time
2: it. to Lacey, work on Did you this.
0: see Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull?
2: Yeah, she's Cate <laughs> Blanchett.
0: So, so Price looks like that.
2: I know who. I know who it is.
1: Oh, okay. She just didn't connect to the name I to the character. I didn't connect the
2: name to the character. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I got confused. So I was like, who yeah, <laughs> who is that? But anyway, okay, we can move on then. That's it. And,
0: and and let me just preface I I understand why people like Thrawn. I'm just saying this seems a little like let's sell some books to me. That's all I'm saying.
2: Do you want to have another meeting about it? We could talk about my again.
0: Or the or the <laughs> or the nynox or the dynox and the
2: some yeah. coupon cutting because they clearly have Dude, budget. I love that issues.
1: all those
0: guys are in the same room. That's a. I that's
2: also a, have. I do
1: too. I do too.
0: Empire did nothing wrong. Wet dream. I just don't want. It's just, to, like
1: yes, they're all like in a meeting. I just want
0: to hear Palpatine sound like Palpatine. That's all I'm saying.
2: So I propose that next week we do a Resistance transmission of what are the other budget things that are getting cut. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's not a bad idea
2: for the Emperor. Anyway. Or
1: like when so-and-so heard there was a meeting and they weren't invited, <laughs> what was their reaction? <laughs> and it's like other great generals and stuff. Yeah, I'm empire. just thinking
2: of the, uh, the because we just watched Rogue One and the commentary yeah. is out on our Patreon page for $2, starting at $2. Uh, they have that big column of all the plans that you can grab and each one of those probably has a budget. So I'm thinking of like, what other things are they right. cutting a budget from? Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, well, that's it for the news this week. Let's head over to John for the Scoundrels Rundown.
0: All right, yeah, we have three stories we're going to fire up to just fire through so they can move on and listen to you guys and ask the resistance. So three stories on the count of 3 see if Lacey can get it this time. We'll punch it it into hyperspace. One, two, punch punch it. Punch it. All right, you did better that time.
2: I got it. All right, guys, I have...
0: Bad news for you, unless you work for Repop or Lucasfilm or Disney, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim VIP, 4-Day Adult, Friday and Saturday individual tickets are sold out! They are gone, baby. But, I just want you guys to know something. They started something this year, an official resale site. So you're not going to be scalped on eBay with high prices. It's called light L Y T E. And as uh people start returning tickets or as their situations change, press passes go out, people get press passes, sell their tickets back, you will have an opportunity at the retail price to buy some tickets. So if you're still looking to go to celebration and you missed out, you still have a shot via that site. So don't worry. But the fact that they've already sold out. All these tickets is a sign that uh, Star Wars is going to be alive and well after the Skywalkers. So that's good to see. Um, and hopefully we hey. see as many of you as possible in Anaheim next year because we'll be there. And the Star Wars Net, NewsNet team will be there as well. So. Um, next story. Video games, Jedi Fallen Order. New gameplay footage was revealed showing more details about the game, including its open world format and how you're able to bounce around and that sort of thing. Uh so that even enticed me to maybe want to get involved in getting myself a PS4 or eventually maybe even a PS5 if I waited out. But uh that new gameplay <laughs> looks quite interesting to me. That's all I have to say about that. And this last story. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, uh, jested that he hopes Episode Nine is his final time playing Luke Skywalker. And uh, he kind of made a joke that uh, he can have a curtain call because the mythos of Star Wars allow people to come back as Force spirits. So Mark may have teased that he will be definitely coming back via the force spirit way in episode nine. And that doesn't limit him to be coming back in other ways. But there's Mark Hamill once again, uh, airing out his grievances via jokes about uh, his performances (laughs) in Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah, internally he's crying while externally he's (laughs) laughing. But guys, I'm going to wrap that up here. So that's the end of the Scoundrels Rundown for this week. Of course, all of our news stories from the Resistance Report through the Scoundrels Rundown can be found on our site, starwarsnewsnet.com. Head over there every day for your latest news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Now we're going to send it over to Lacey so we can get through some of your questions in Ask the Resistance. So Chewie, get us out of here.
2: All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Resistance. You've got some Star Wars questions. Hopefully we have some pretty good Star Wars answers. I've been wondering, what are midi-clones? We're kicking it off with one of our generals from Patreon, Jeremy Myers at OB underscore y underscore Kenobi. And he asks, with the Cassian series coming to Disney Plus, being that the virtual reality experience se- uh, secrets of the Empire is canon, will we see Vader or Mustafar featured or visited at at all in the series? Um, I'm going to take this one. Ladies first. I think we will see Vader at some part, like point in Cassian. I think it's kind of a given in the sense that he had such a small role in Rogue One, but it was like these really, really cool scenes, including Mustafar. Um, but I think... Now, to be fair, I said this about Solo, and he wasn't in it at all. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'm batting uh, o for 1 right now. Yeah. But... um. I think he will be in this because it's just another thing that you can add on just like we were talking about Boba Fett and Solo. He's a villain that you can add somehow even if it's a tease or you see him from far away that people are like, "Oh, it's Vader." And it's right around that time that um I'm hoping that Cassian is is getting ready to go into Rogue One. Um so it makes sense cuz he's he's brooding, he's stomping around, being dramatic. It's just, <laughs> you know, being Vader. So yes, <laughs> I think that he was.
1: <clears throat> likely it's Rebels era and Rebels did showcase Vader for right. like a little bit in the second season, so mm-hmm. they did get him. Yeah.
2: And if you want to hear more about the virtual reality reality, uh, reality experience, James did it at celebration. Yeah. James, how it was awesome, right? You loved
1: it? Yeah, yeah I did the demo. I haven't done the full game.
2: I have to do the Yeah, I have to do But it was the pretty,
1: pretty cool.
2: Game. All right, cool. Nice. Well, the next full question show. Thanks, Jeremy. The next question is from Anthony Goodman at Ant Goodman. And he asks, is there any chance that if we get Ben Demption and Ben survives, please... Uh, that he and Ray rebuild the Jedi Order together. Ben's experience of the dark side could help teach other future Jedi on how to avoid falling to the dark side. Now everyone listening is going, why didn't Lacey get this question? Because we're doing and, things and differently tonight. And give the tonight. question
1: <laughs> to James on Cassian and the Rogue One era and stuff, yeah.
2: So James, before we get to this question, I'm going to just let you answer the Cassian one too. What do you think about Cassian? Do you think you're going to see Vader?
1: Uh yeah. I think okay. they could put him in there.
2: Cool. So now back on to Ben Demption. Do you see it happening? Are you going to Um do you think they're going to say that it No. No. So okay. I, when I
1: first read the question I was like, "Oh, maybe, but I actually I think the the problem that I have here with Okay, so assume let's assume Ben Demption happens. Let's assume he survives. Let's assume that Rey and, and are going to rebuild the Jedi Order together. All of that is possible. I see that happening. But the reasoning for, it says, Ben's experience on the dark side could help to teach other future Jedi how to avoid falling to the dark side. I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense to me. Right, right. Because what what is he going to tell a student that anyone couldn't? Like Yoda wouldn't or Obi-Wan wouldn't? like? Just trust me. Don't go to the dark side. Right. Don't do this stuff. Don't do this stuff. And saying something like, I've been there, it's bad, I I feel like that doesn't help. The only way that I think it would help is he would be able to (laughs) he would be able to help like other troubled dark side using teens. And (laughs) he'd be like the cool guy. He'd be like, Look. I don't do it anymore, but I used to be into the dark side too, and I could just tell you right now it's a path you don't want to go down. You know, and they're like, right. But I like using the dark side and he's like, Trust me, two after two divorces and oh, all my money Like it's, it's not the way you want to go. It, it seems more like he's a character who like, I used to be into bad, I used to be into bad stuff. I kind of fixed my life together and I'm trying to help troubled youth get out of that. Right. That's where someone with experience helps. Not like it, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't help for like a, someone addicted to drugs or used to be addicted to drugs to go in and talk to like, I don't know kids that like have no experience or relevance to the drug I don't know it's weird never mind
2: I, I get off, your argument. the only thing I'm saying is like that in high school before prom we always had someone that like did something really bad with like drugs and alcohol and they would come and tell us not to do it. So it's like this exact yeah. scenario.
1: Yeah, but it didn't help it, it doesn't it doesn't I don't know help it scared you me pretty good. <laughs> really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I felt like I was like, oh, well, this is a real life person that actually had that scenario happen to them. But at the same time, it's not any bit different advice coming from them than it is from my teachers that are saying, yeah, don't drink and drive.
2: You really so hearing from someone that went through something is not different than someone telling you, hey, so like that's like saying you went to a restaurant and you had this terrible meal and then I. I'm about to go to this restaurant and you tell me, don't go there. I had this terrible meal and John's never been there and he's going, yeah, don't go there. It's bad. And I'm like, but how do you know? You haven't had said meal.
1: Okay. Okay. But in this scenario, everybody knows that it's not probably not the wisest idea to drink and drive. Yeah.
0: Right. So everybody just knows, don't go to that restaurant. Analogies aside, what about the fact (laughs) that, like this movie's going to end. Are they going to do a time jump showing Ben like teaching a course like or that means they have to end the Skywalker saga. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. It's not ended. We're doing comics now. Like, no, that's not going to happen. They're ending well, the saga. Well,
2: be f- to be fair, Harry Potter did exactly that at the end of their movies. They did an epilogue that showed Harry older, sending his yeah, kids. Off to Yeah, I know school. that, but
0: I don't know if they're going to do an epilogue. I'm just saying, in Star I think Wars. that
2: part of this is stemming from something like that. That Harry could have ended with Harry defeating Voldemort, and that's the end. But they chose yeah. to add that additional. It, that, hey, it, it is fair. This many but that would be, that would be like, like, Voldemort coming life, back he's not and still teaching the going class. on
1: adventures.
2: <laughs> no, then not not necessarily. He's saying that Ben turns good. Yes.
0: And Harry was always good. So that's.
2: Yeah, but Snape, you think Snape's bad the whole time and he turns good.
0: All right. Look, I I, I think
1: what what she's trying to say is that, like, in those movies, like, it doesn't necessarily mean just because Harry Potter's alive (laughs) doesn't mean that he's. It doesn't mean he still goes on adventures. Yeah. (laughs) So Can he he still again? had his era that it was like, this is the story and it's the conclusion of the Harry Potter story. He still lived. Mm-hmm. He still is alive and he has kids and other things. Right. So you could tell those stories, but that's there. Nothing happened. He, he retired a farmer, nothing and nothing ever happened. Yep. Of course, Years down the line, someone's going to try to turn someone not doing anything on a desert planet for 20 years into some sort no, of story. Oh, right. Right. I'm just saying. All right, next question. John.
2: I need that clip of him <laughs> saying "expel Realms just on repeat. It's, yeah. ha- it's going to happen. Uh, thank you, Anthony, for your question. <laughs> that was quite the discussion. Mm. Um, next is Danny at Semper Fi Danny. Mm. And they asked, I was watching Revenge Marine, of the Sith Marine. last... What?
1: Marines, it's a Marine. Yeah.
2: Oh. Thank you for your service. I don't know. Are they Marine? Maybe. Sounds like Thank it. A little simplify
1: is the slogan for the Marines. Yeah.
2: Got it. I was well, watching Revenge of the Sith last night, and it occurred to me that <laughs> Anakin genuinely thought he had to embrace the dark side to achieve balance. How do you think a balanced galaxy should look like once Episode 9 is done? Is it even possible to embrace any aspect of the dark side to do so? John. Our resident bad guy. <laughs> what?
0: When did I get that uh, label?
2: As soon as I said it, I was like, "It's so dumb." Go ahead, answer the question.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I never took it as Anakin thought he had to embrace the dark side to achieve balance. I just thought he was enticed by the dark side because he was fooled into thinking that that he could prevent death by learning it. Uh, I don't think balance right. ever entered his mind. I think everyone else thought him being the chosen one would bring balance. So I never thought it entered Anakin's mind like, oh, if I learn this, then it'll be balanced. So uh, I don't think that was ever a thing with Anakin. Now, the other part of the, your question, how do you think a balanced galaxy should look after episode nine is done? Is it possible to embrace any aspect of the dark side? Uh, is, I think balance to me in the galaxy is evil is vanquished. Uh, I don't believe in we need to all cohesively live together like you Darksiders stay over there and us Lightsiders are over here and then the universe will be peaceful. I don't agree with that. I know they Luke explores this in The Last Jedi and they create this new like yin yang narrative and everything else was wrong before. But if you go by what George Lucas always said, he said defeating evil and 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 calling to the light is, is bringing balance. Darth Vader brought balance to the force. He, he fulfilled the prophecy by destroying Palpatine and destroying the Empire, and destroying the dark side, destroying the Sith. So to me, I still subscribe to that. Balance is vanquishing and defeating evil. So I think the end will be uh, the dark side is gone and everyone is peaceful and free. And I think that's what George Lucas was always preaching. I don't buy this whole everything needs to exist. Um so Hey John, real quick. Yeah.
1: I didn't know you thought that. And I'm like, dude, virtual nuts. Cause I feel like I'm the only person that thinks that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought that was a simple thing. Like this this is it's such it's such a new thing for their like it needs to be both to be be that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. So
1: I've I've thought about pitching that as a complete discussion, like what do we think it means to bring balance to the force? Just because I feel All like right, let's make this a two-hour. I have episode. this idea that nobody else seems to think that is the case. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. La- how Lacey feels about what she thinks balance is, but yeah. I'm like, it's not equal light and dark. That
2: I hate. That. I think
0: that's such a new thing. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I I honestly I think, think it has to do with the Alouk drilling and wrong. And... Well, they're drilling it right into
2: their wrong. heads, the audience's head, with like Snoke saying, "You know, as you rose in the darkness, your equal rose in the light," and they say it a lot in the new sequel trilogy about balancing light versus dark. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I can understand where people are coming from when they think that. Yeah. I don't know what I think to be honest. I, I haven't really given it much.
0: I get thought. the idea. I think it comes from video games. I mean, I get the idea oh, yeah, of yeah, balancing maybe. light versus dark because you're trying to like combat darkness with the light. But when, when you're talking about balance in the galaxy for for peace and prosperity, it's not, you know, Hitler's still around and he's just over there and we're over here and everything's fine. It's, no, we're getting rid of them so everyone can be okay. Um, so, right. yeah. That's how I always took it, uh, Danny. And let me know, you know, what you think, of course. I hope I gave you a decent enough answer.
2: Awesome. And our last question comes from Kit Fisto. Whoa, the kitchen Jedi (laughs) underscore
1: Fisto. You've heard of him at Jedi Fisto. Right.
2: (laughs) And they ask if you could change the ending to only one of the movies in the saga saga, which one would you change and why? I would have Leia hug Chewie at the end of Force Awakens. It really (laughs) bothers me.
0: I think JJ would change that too.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's what I would James, What about
1: you? I have a cop-out answer. Do you want me to give it to you?
2: Yeah. Give us whatever answer you want.
1: My kind of cop-out answer is that the ending to Return of the Jedi, we all know it, so I don't want to rehash it, but if there was a scenario where Darth Vader kills the Emperor not for the right reason but kills him for the wrong reason, and then turns to Luke and says, good, now I defeated the Emperor. We can rule this galaxy together. That has was always, to me, like a scenario that I thought would be really cool to see play out, but it didn't actually happen, so I never got that ending. Sure enough, years later, Ryan Johnson comes along, and I think he had the same thought I did, which is, I'd like to see that play out. So you have the dark evil character kill his master. And then instead of being like redeemed, he turns and he says, let's do this together. I'm still evil. I defeated the bad guy and I'm still evil. And I, I think that whether or not that ends up being the case that he stays evil, I think that was Ryan Johnson playing out the story and saying, what if return of the Jedi ended like this well, I'm allowing it to happen. Now we can see that play
0: out. Yeah, that's, a, that's
1: And I think he left the door open to whichever way the next person wants to take it. But I think the idea there was like, what if
0: Vader wasn't
1: redeemed, but he was more like killing that person
0: for the wrong reason? And, right, <laughs> right. and Luke told the story a way to make his father look good. Like, he could just comes back, and he's like, yeah, and then he was, like, so sorrowful, and he was, like, crying. (laughs) Yeah. And it just didn't happen that way. That's just Luke telling Leia that to feel better.
1: (laughs) That's episode nine. It's like... (laughs) I lied. That didn't really happen. Right. What did happen is Palpatine killed Vader yeah. and then said, I'm going to go away for a while, but I'll be back. I was going to
0: go hop over this railing and take my uh, express yeah. train out of here. Um, yeah. Now nah, the whole railing thing was just made up. Yeah. Like, um, If he would have been thrown off that railing, he would have died. My <laughs> my pick is a little more uh, serious, I guess. Now I kind of wish I did one of your takes there. Not that yours wasn't serious, James. That's actually a good idea when you think about it, but...
2: but... But I love how Return of the Jedi ends.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, Oh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Mine would be The Force Awakens also, but at the very end of The Force Awakens, I, looking back now, I still have his red arm. I would have had.
2: Oh, the helicopter shot bothers me so bad. Are you about to say that?
0: (laughs) No, I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Just let me know when I can do it.
2: Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just thought of that. Oh, God. Mother, she's so bad. I
0: would have left the sound of the helicopter in and then that. <laughs> no. Um, I would have put Luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder at the end of The Force Awakens. So the people are like, imagine, oh. imagine if TFA hmm. ended where Luke just. Chucks the lightsaber away, like what people would have thought, like going into the second one as opposed to You mean
2: like did it.
0: Yeah, like he throws it and then that's the end. Uh, and then you're going into TLJ like, why did he just do that? I can't believe it. Instead of building the moment and you think, oh, he's going to do this, that, this, that. Because I think the throwing thing really pissed off a lot of people. And if you put it at the end of TFA first, the expectation's there. There's no guessing of what he's going to do. It's there, but it also leaves a lot of suspense. So I think I would have made it so at the end of TFA, he chucks the lightsaber and then it just leaves us all spinning, wondering why he did it.
2: I really hate that helicopter shot. I can't, <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. So Do you no know no thoughts about? on
0: my, 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 uh, well, no, no that would I,
2: be great. I don't, I've,
1: I've actually even. had that discussion at work with, with my coworker of, of whether that would have worked or not. And I, I don't, I don't remember exactly where we concluded on it, but I know it, it led to a lot of big discussion, like, well, that changes how we understood The Force Awakens, you know? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because he's still the so legend at It's not so much like the fixing
1: The Last Jedi, but it might have ruined The Force Awakens. Not that that's a bad thing, but you know how people didn't take to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It becomes a, a bigger discussion. And I hate to do this to you guys, but actually while we were sitting here, I thought of the perfect answer to this question, <laughs> and it's the end of Solo. <laughs> I cannot stand the very last two seconds of Solo. The dice? they There's literally no reason that they had to show the dice. It drives me up the wall. You even listen to the music and they're like three or like one, two, three, four, one. Also, one. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. The musical cue is terrible. They're like. We're setting up for... James, you know what? Another weird note that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what, James? At the
0: end. That, that movie doesn't it's, deserve a sequel now that you mention it.
1: Uh, no, I'm just saying... Let's cancel the
0: whole... Th- the, oh it's over, God. guys. No, no, no. Guys, it's over. The, it's over.
2: John. I, it's over. I know that.
1: exactly how this went down, and it drives me. It's it, Somebody said, <laughs> you got to show the dice at the end. And yeah. they were like, it doesn't make sense. This is the shot, it, this is the perfect ending. And they're like, nope, you have to show it. And they're like, we, we have no other choice. We have to force this in here. We're going to try to change I the don't musical disagree. cue. Yeah. I think that's Put, fair. That's a fair point.
0: Dude. It's so,
1: I had that drives me at the wall.
2: Go ahead, John.
0: Uh, I had a lot of people. I wore my make solo Two happen shirt at comic con last year. Um, and I like almost every person was happy about it. And there was one guy who goes, make solo to happen. What a stupid shirt. And that guy probably really hates the last two seconds of Solo. (laughs) (laughs) They
2: could have solved that if they just had him get into the seat and put them up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do like that. He's like, when have I ever steered you wrong? You know, like that part was cool. But then. Yeah. No, that part's great. He's saying the last
2: just push. I know. I I agree.
0: It is a little weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Go listen to it
1: again. If you haven't ever noticed, go listen to that scene again and (laughs) pay attention to the music. It's it's an extra
0: bar that doesn't
1: need to be there. James,
0: let's let's get the baney cut and you just literally take the whole movie and just cut that one little part out.
1: The Bainey oh, cut. and that'll
0: be the baney cut.
1: I'd like to see it. I might even make it. <laughs>
0: Make the baby cut. You already happen.
1: know the music works. You just have yeah. to cut that line out. You do just it. crossfade yes. James, the real. James, you
2: can't end. be editing solo when we want to make solo two happen. You right. can't hey, if go.
1: If Topher Grace can go in and edit his
0: movies, yeah. I think I can do it too. <laughs> the, he, he, he edited When a Date with Tad Hamilton. Did that happen?
2: I like that movie. Hmm. I saw that movie. I don't movie know what you're talking about.
0: Oh. Right.
2: Oh, you guys Piggly, were at this Piggly episode. Wiggly? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we I, can, I would.
0: You guys don't want to talk about Tad Hamilton for a little while. No, I don't know but, what that is,
2: John. I... I don't have tickets to Hamilton.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right,
2: John. Really quick before I uh, say goodbye to this segment, uh, mm. I wouldn't want that Luke scene at the end of Force Awakens.
0: Mm, well, that's fair.
2: I would remove it along with the helicopter shot. Wow. Okay, okay. guys. Right. Thank you. For your questions. We really appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, send us your questions at RBATSWNN on Twitter and use the hashtag AskTheResistance. You ask your questions and then you could be on the show. John, back to you.
0: All right. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for those questions. Um, they always uh, bring up cool discussions, as you just heard there. Some little fun, some little serious, good times. So thank you so much for being a part of our show and a part of the resistance. Um, if you guys want to really be a part of the resistance, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and there's a bunch of others. Uh, so wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're probably there. And if we're not, let us know. We'll try to get on there for you. Um, also, make sure you uh, go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for your latest news, reviews, editorials, information, and all that stuff. Especially as things heat up as we begin to get closer to Episode Nine and this fall, all the content coming out with Star Wars. And if you want to support us, you can head to uh, become a patron. Head to Patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have five tiers starting at $2 a month. We just posted on Friday our commentary for Rogue One. Uh, So now we have commentaries for The Phantom Menace, A New Hope, and Rogue One up there for you guys. In in addition to daily content that we're putting up there james does daily this uh today in star wars videos lacy does unboxing videos she goes to flea markets gets awesome stuff that i wish i had that i don't uh (laughs) i do my rumor reviews and uh a lot of other stuff for q a's so much stuff we really like to push the fact that we give you a lot of content on there so go check it out patreon.com slash resistance broadcast again tiers start at two dollars a month all the way up to tier five and you get varying benefits each step you go so check it out we appreciate the support um, and if you guys want those sweet Make Solo 2 Happen t-shirts, there's only one place to get them. And that's tpublic.com user slash resistance broadcast. And we have about 40 or so other designs. James uh, designed pretty much all of them. Uh, so uh, give him a shout out uh, over where, James? At Myra Trunks. Is that it? At Myra Trunks. At Myra Trunks. That's M-I... What is it? M-I what?
1: R A H.
0: T-R-U-N-K-S. Nice. All right. And uh, Lacey, when you're not uh, plugging away, firing off all that content on our Patreon page, where can people reach you?
2: (laughs) People can find me on Twitter at Lacey Gillarin. That's it. Just there.
0: That's the tweet? Send Send tweet. Send tweet. Okay.
2: I hate hate both of you. Who
0: doesn't at this point? (laughs) (laughs) You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. And you guys can find us Thursday with another episode where we're going to talk about Boba Fett and where we think he's going to finally make his return to Star Wars. A lot of options. We're going to dive into it. And of course, a lot of other fun topics and your tweets. So enjoy your weeks. And uh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot to thank our generals, didn't I? Our Patreon generals. How dare I forget? So I have to say thank you to Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, and Val Trichkoff. We salute you, Generals. And now, everybody, enjoy your weeks, (laughs) and we'll see you on Thursday morning with another new episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.